folks, back on the Boss Man Show. We're going to recap the NBA Finals, talk about Deion Sanders, and give you some crazy stories here on the Boss Report this week. JC, what is up with you, my brother? The NBA Boss. season ends in July. Can you believe it? Man, it's crazy, right? Uh, normally, boy, the draft will be over with by now. Summer, uh, summer league will be going on. Man, with the calendar has just been pushed back, of course, due to uh, COVID. And um, yeah, man, game six ended last night. NBA Finals, man. Shout out to the Milwaukee Bucks. Second championship in their franchise history. First championship in the last 50 years, man. Not since the days of Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Excuse me. Lou Alcindor. Lou Alcindor. <laughs> And the big old Oscar Robinson were teaming up back in the day, man. Um, had the Bucks won a championship, man. So it was huge, man. I initially, boss, I initially said Suns in five. You know what I'm saying? It should have been Suns in five. Right. You know, but man, you, you got to give, give credit where credit is due. Uh, Giannis, you know, he is, you know, officially after last night, he is the face of the NBA. You know, they've been wanting to give him that title for a while now. He's officially the face of the league. Um, it was crazy, man. Dude pretty much put the team on his back last night. 50 points, 14 rebounds, five block shots. Come on, man. In a closeout game? That's crazy. You know, I think he tied for most points ever, you know, in a closeout uh, uh, NBA final game, man. But, I mean, give it up to him. And then Chris Millicent. You know, he's going to get paid, you know, at some point, man. Um, you know, he's he's a bona fide, you know, number two option. And you can damn near argue he might be a number one option also, you know, uh, in, in, in the absence of Giannis, man. And Drew Holiday, you know, he didn't have a great NBA Finals overall, but he stepped up when he needed him the most in game five. And you got to give it up to him, man. You know, the Bucks, small market, they did it the right way. Um uh, Giannis has been there eight years. Chris Middleton's been there for a number of years as well. They grew up together, man. That's how, that's how you're supposed to get out, get out the mud, you know. They get – Milwaukee definitely got out the mud, and, man, my hat's off to them. And I think you can make an argument now, like, certain rings, boss man, are built differently. You know, like, the KD and all that, you know, he did teaming up with, with a super team already, you know, with a great team. Like I think, I think the, the, those rings don't mean as much as what Giannis has done, as what Dirk did in 2011, as what Kawhi did, you know, in 2019. Even LeBron, the one year, you know, in Cleveland, uh, where he beat Golden State. So, like I said, I thought it was a great finals. I was kind of worried, you know, I, I didn't think it was gonna be great TV viewing, but it turned out to be a great finals for everybody, man. And man, Milwaukee Bucks, your 2021 champions, though. Looking at it um, on the court here, J.C., the difference for me was that Milwaukee's scoring comes from the three or the four or the five position and the one. With Giannis sliding to the five from the four, and Milton at the three, and Holiday at the one. And Holiday's defense on either Booker or Chris Paul stymies the offense because the Suns don't have anybody besides Paul and Booker who can create their own shot. Because they everybody on their team needs Paula Booker, whether it be Bridges in the corner. Also, you got Crowder doing his, you know, sidestep threes and Aiton, uh, Cam Johnson off the bench. And, you know, but can see P. 
people talk about campaign, campaigns because he's not reckless. And you know those those drives he makes that he misses wildly, they lead to runouts on, on the other end. Like yeah, it's different yeah. a curse. So for me, when I looked at this matchup, there's only pretty much playing seven, eight guys for Milwaukee seven, but three of their seven was like versus Phoenix is two small one and two guys. It's that was outmatched. But Phoenix had a chance to win the series in five games. They messed up game four. Booker did in game four with all those fouls. He was went for fifty. And in game five, Phoenix, Phoenix blew opportunity there. So, you know, then the talent gap of your eight versus my seven, when three oh seven is Holiday, Middleton, and Giannis versus right. Paul Booker, then it's a big drop off. That was a difference right. to me when, when you look at it yeah. that way. Yeah. And, hey, but you, you laid it out perfectly. You know what the series all boiled down to. You mentioned the defense of Drew Holiday. You know what I'm saying? And the iconic play that he had in game five where he stripped Devin Booker or what could have been a go-ahead basket for Phoenix that led to the alley-oop uh, on the other end uh, for Giannis, man. That sealed that, that game, uh, game five victory, man. And you mentioned the depth, um, you know, as far as Milwaukee. Milwaukee have veteran guys, guys that have been there before. And it's something still to be said. There, there's always been a formula when it comes to NBA finals or NBA champions, you have to kind of go through heartache. You got to go through agony. You got to lose, learn how to win. You know what I'm saying? And it seemed like Phoenix was going to be that first team to kind of buck that trend. You know what I'm saying? Because even, even with the, the super teams, as far as the origins of it, um, if you want to say Boston, you know, started it cold, I'm really looking at Miami. Even Miami lost their first year. You know what I'm saying? To Dallas. You know, so just because you get on a super team, or a team with a bunch of all-stars doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to win. You have to you have to be a good general manager. You know, you can't be a lazy general manager and think you're going to throw three, you know, first-teamers, first-all-team, you know, players on a team, on a squad, and, you can win, and roll the ball out there and win a championship. It don't work like that. You need guys like a P.J. Tucker, you know, uh, uh, guys that, that can play perimeter defense, guys that can knock down perimeter shots. You know, you need bigs like Robin Lopez. You know what I'm saying? You you need you need that depth coming off your bench, man, in order to in order to win. And I think this this championship of Milwaukee is going to show the rest of the league like you can you can still win it. You know, the good old fashioned way. You know, by picking great players. You know, players that make sense, players that fit, good to great. Get gotta get a couple great players, and then you fill out the roster with. Good veteran guys that have been there before that know how to play and that fit in your system, you know. And and maybe maybe we'll start to see, you know, um, you know, as far as you know, other teams going away from the idea of trying to get Paul George, Kawhi Leonard on the same team. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe maybe this will be you know go back to the way it's supposed to be. You know, you got to go through some pain. Milwaukee did it for years, losing early in the playoffs, getting to conference finals, you know, and and, and experiencing that heartache. You know, it's, it just seems like it, it, it's, it means more. You know, it's more well-deserved, uh, this championship run by Milwaukee, man. And we can't overlook the Dario Sarge ACL injury. It forced Phoenix to go small in games mm -hmm. two, three, and four. And then he went away from, with, with Kaminsky in game six because Torrey Craig, and when they went to Torrey Craig and Cam Johnson and – 
bridges with Booker and campaign, they're too small. So they right. went to that zone and he got killed on the board. So right. Dario Sarge injury in game one is right. kind of overlooked. But it that, was overlooked. That helped make things his eighth more complete. Because mm -hmm. when your eighth man is Frank Kaminsky and Torrey Craig, Mm -hmm. You lose a rebounding and you lose that three-point shooting that he gives you because DeAndre Ayton, I think he calls him, calls him some money, himself some money because he defensively, he's not squamped in Giannis. Then he's, you know, then he's dropping the ball. He has a problem. He's a big man that brings the ball low every time and mm -hmm. gets stripped and he has butterfingers too. Mm -hmm. So but that, can, that can be, yeah, that can be fixed. That can so be I'm not getting, yeah. look, if it's me, you ain't getting five years, one sixty-eight the max, so that that's you want. Somebody, somebody's gonna give it to him. Well, <laughs> Phoenix ain't gonna let him get away, yeah. but but right. but I I wouldn't do it. I would right. make him come back on a on come back again and say, "Show me you're worth this." Kind of the Hawks deal with John Collins, you know. Show me you're worth it before I give you his money, because you gotta pay Bridges too. Mm -hmm. You gotta pay Cam Johnson eventually. Then you got real yeah. Booker again. Yeah. And Chris Paul wants some money. Oh, it, it's, uh, I'm glad you brought up Chris Paul. You know, speaking of him, you know, he, he can opt out, you know, this summer, man. And maybe, maybe he tries to, you know, go chase a ring and maybe join the Lakers on the minimum contract or, you know, whatever the case may be, man. But, um, you know, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if he'll ever. He's 37, 36, 37. 36. I'm not sure if he, yeah, I'm not sure if he'll ever get an opportunity as great as he had this on this on this team with this run that he had this year. I'm not sure if he's ever gonna be able to get back to that level again because it seemed like it seemed like it was it was set up for him. Uh you knock out the Lakers in the first round, you get through the conference semis against Denver, you knock out the Clippers in the conference finals, you went up 2-0. You went up 2-0 in the NBA finals, man. Like this is going to be a stain on his career, man. If he somehow does not end up with a ring when it's all said and done, they're going to go back to looking at his, his playoff record, man. And as great as he is, I don't believe Chris Paul will go down as a top 10 point guard of all time. He may have the numbers to, to say he's top 10 of all time. But without a ring, you know, if he had, if he got the ring this year, you could have made an argument at the top five point guard of all time, man. But – I'm not even sure when it's all said and done, if he doesn't have a ring to show for it, I'm not sure if he's going to be able to crack that top 10 uh, greatest of all time list when it comes to point guards. And then I'm uh, looking at the Bucks. Tuck, Tucker is a free agent, JC, and I don't know what, what do you give him, maybe two years, 20 million, maybe. Uh, Bobby Portis to me earns a lot of money. He may be too they expensive. They love Bobby Portis. They he love him. He, he may be out of their price range. They they go find a way to make that work. And the city the city rocks with that dude. He Bobby Portis, from my from my observation of watching the games and the way the Milwaukee fans react to him, the way they love him, he's like Milwaukee's Tony Allen. You know what I'm saying? Like they just they just love you know his effort, his energy, the things that he does on the offensive end, defensive end, also in Milwaukee, man. Like I like he's their Tony Allen. I think Tony Allen would even agree with that. You know what I'm saying? Like. Milwaukee's gonna find a way to get him, man. You know, whatever he wants, man. So yeah, and if you forget that, that was about DiVincenzo as well. Exactly. You know, what I'm saying, do be hooping. You know, uh, oh, DiVincenzo, man. So Milwaukee, like I said, you know, who's who? Who? 
who knows? It may be right back in there next year. I, even though I put my money, I put my money on the Brooklyn team with those guys be comfortable, get the chemistry together, and everybody staying healthy. I was still put my money on Brooklyn, but we'll see, man. Like Giannis is only twenty six, so he's gonna be there for a minute. Yeah, no doubt. So yeah, that series ended. And JC, do you have any thoughts on the fact that Scott Foster was there to put his man in the grave? <laughs> hey, I think referees get get a bad, you know, bad deal when it comes to that, man. They they do not they have control, but they do not have that much control, man. When it comes to you know wins and losses, they you know I think you know that's in a lot of you know fans' minds, you know, or whatever, man. Like I don't put much stock in that, you know, as far as the record. Anytime that he was officiating the games for Chris Paul, you know, if you 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 Chris Paul, like you have to find a way, man. Like you up 2-0, bro. You gotta have tunnel vision. You gotta be focused. You have to find a way to will your team. To a, to a championship, man. Cause this this may have been your last opportunity, man. Yeah, and he was running with. I see the thing about it with JC is that he only had one other running mate in, in crime. That's what it boiled down. So I, I don't put as much of it on him as I, cause he only. If you look at the roster, he only had one other guy who can really create. Everybody mm-hmm. else has, has to make their shots. Yeah. And then defensively, they was they was height got them too. So it's like for me. Looking at the matchup, I, I don't put as much on him, even though I know they should have won four and five and jacked those games off. But in mm-hmm. the day, who, who can you really put on Giannis that could really – is either Crowder's too small and A's not physical enough and Kaminsky's going to get killed and Troy Craig's too small. So, like, no matter who you threw at Giannis, it's, as, Van, as Van Gundy said, the decision between bad or worse <laughs> – you know, right. I had to be quoting Jeff Van Gundy, but <laughs> right. right, in a sense, it was like bad yeah. or worse. <laughs> right, yeah, man. You know, but it, it was great. It was a great finals. Though. It goes it, back it, to a JC yeah. matchups. Yeah. See, listen, a lot of fans don't understand it. It's about matchups. It's mm-hmm. more just making or missing, or he got to do that. Said, do you realize the matchups here are a little bit? You gotta look look inside the game. Don't, don't let's look at all. Oh, it's, it's more true than this. Bounce the ball, pass, shoot. Looking at the matchups, who's guarding who, who's running what screens, flag cuts, down screens, slip screens, right, pop coverage, right. hedging. You guys, it, you gotta know the game, know what you're watching before you be like. Yeah. But that's why JC, I, I watched Game Five with some people who did not know the. Bro, I was had a yeah. headache. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. yeah, y'all have no clue. So, with all that being said, man, are you finally giving giving love to your boy, Coach Bud? Never. <laughs> it sounds like you give a little love, a little credit to Coach Bud, man. Um, that ain't never happening. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I feel that, you. that ain't never happening. Cause you know what? If I want really to be petty, I can say, hmm. You caught the Miami Heat injured. You got a big token yeah. Kevin Durant in the second yeah. round. Yeah. Trey Young and no, you got hit in the conference finals. In the finals, you, you got a, a, a team of out their backups in there messing those matchups. So so if I want to be petty, I could. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. Hey, sometimes, yeah. hey, great talent beats mediocre coaching. <laughs> I feel you. Yeah, yeah, JC, you see the 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 coach Bud uh, lineage in, in Memphis. 
You know how it looks when it ain't got talent the way it needs to be. Right. <laughs> right I got you. Yeah. I know so I will say, hey, look at the Utah Jazz, the Memphis Grizzlies, same system, same problems. Yeah. You got to have enough talent to beat the limitation of that system. You're right. And they, right, they, if they ain't said height and more talent, I mean, Milwaukee had more height and talent to overcome the basic of the randomness of that system. It's so simple and random. Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Bro, when I'm seeing, the, bro, no lie. I'm seeing the same play calls from Atlanta. I'm seeing them, the same play calls. I'm like, one spread, five flow, cycle, three. I'm like, it's the same place from Atlanta. <laughs> I feel you, man. The same place you see in Memphis, too. Yeah. The Taylor calls a little bit, little bit differently, but it's the same place. Right. Now, now, bro, if we had a, a big stink, Deion Sanders here, uh, Stormed out of Swag Media Day in Birmingham because they called him Dion, his first name. Now, being in the media, you either call him Coach or their first name. You know, it's either or, depending on your preference. Some go first name, some go, some go Coach. Um, I think it's a little bit more to the story, JC, that ain't been reported. Rashad Milligan, who's to cover Atlanta Hawks. Watch for the Clarion, Clarion Ledger made a story about a recruit from Dallas getting some trouble. Deion Sanders had a problem with that. And mm -hmm. being the control freaks they are over there at Jackson State, they banned him from the event, per se, and threatened to limit his access. So the Clarion Ledger asked him a question using his first name, right? I think he had a bone to pick anyway with the, with the, yeah. with the, with the Clarion Ledger. Yeah. And he also used the opportunity to get to get in the news again because for him, any attention is good attention. But he talks about why HBC is getting exposure. It's the same man who media relations guy, Dennis Driscoll, since you send him an email, he tells you he, he denies in 10, 10 minutes. It's happened mm -hmm. to me and others who try to get him on the show. So mm -hmm. I'm not going to hear him have it both ways talking about exposure HBCU schools when he don't want to get be exposed to other other people mm -hmm. in black media, mind you. He wants to go to right. Barstool Sports, right? And other name brands, right? And Barstool right. is very conservative, I might add. Yeah, right. So um, he can't have it both ways. So, so for me, JC, he's being extra because in the media you call him either by a name or coach. Now, player, you call the player by their first name. That's how yeah. it works in the media. We've been doing this for 10 years. Yeah, I, okay. I saw the story. Saw the video. From my understanding, I didn't know the bad story about the recruit and trouble and all that in the, um, the newspaper reporting. But um, I, from my, uh, from the video I saw that Dion posted on his IG, this was after he had told the guy not to do it, and then the guy did it again. So the guy said his name said Dion twice after Dion told him after the first time, hey, put some respect on my name. So from that aspect, playing devil's, devil's advocate, I understand where Coach Prime is coming from. Like, if I, okay, after we establish the fact, I don't want you calling me by my first name, let's carry on and then, you know, say, you know, call my name accordingly. So I think the reporter was being a smart ass, first off, all right? Because, I mean, I, I see where you're coming from. Because, like, like you said, you know, doing uh, interviews and talking to coaches, whatever. 
yeah, you know, you just kind of just go with the flow, whatever it's like to be called. That's what you'll say, you know. Um, I've always said coach, you know, in any aspect that I've, I've interviewed. Now, in. I called Dave Yeager Dave. I called Lionel Hollins coach because of the age and been an elder. That's who, but even then, I, I even it was, it's always been coached to me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Always. But I, I get what you're saying, though. I understand that. Um, but, yeah, like, after I tell you, Bob, say my name, you know, is not JC, you know, you know, call me coach or Coach Smith or whatever, and you still say JC, you know what I'm saying? Like, after I told you not to, you know, uh, uh, now, you, now either you hard of hearing or you being smart ass. And I think the reporter was being a little smart ass and – Dion was being, you know, being Dion, he's prime. So I, I see both ends of it. I do. Yeah, you know, like, you know, I, I but, think what uh, the dude was doing was he he wasn't used to that. He wasn't used to that. He used to calling, he, he's right. one of them guys who call you by the first, your first name. And for him, right. shocked his system, yeah. like, telling me to call you something different. Like, I'm, I, right. Because that's his point of entry. That's his question, saying your first name. See, some people have, have a tick where the first name gives them the point of entry to answer, answer their question. Right. You throw yeah. them off their point of entry, they can't do it. Yeah. And, and it's just like, right, it's just putting respect on your name. You know, I think I think Dion didn't know what the hell he was talking about as far as Nick Saban. But uh, many, a lot of reporters call him, call him Nick. But remember, uh, what was the story uh, some years ago with uh, Bobby Knight? Remember that? Uh, where a kid called him, what's up, Knight? Or something like that. And Bobby got mad. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just, a, it's just a respect thing, man. You know? Either you say Coach Knight or Coach, you know what I'm saying? You know, because, hell, you don't want, that's wrong, man, to, um, to piss off and call him uh, something he don't want to be called. He choked the hell out of it. Yeah. Oh, uh, oh, Coach Knight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for me, it's about an elder, you know, like, yeah. like, well, I'll be real, I call Bud, Bud in Atlanta. Yeah. But Deion, but Deion's 50, you know, and I'm sure he's like, what, probably 20, 20 years older than the reporter, you know what I'm saying, maybe? You know, so, yeah, it's a respect thing, you know? Yeah, like, like, if I, if, yeah, yeah. for me, if you're over 60 or something, I'm going to call you, Coach. If you're under 60 or something, I'm going to call you by your first name, depending on how you operate. But, yeah, I just yeah. think that it was – it kind of it went in a bad direction, you know, and it had to go that far. But I think it, it was really because they had that story with the Clarion Ledger. He already had mm -hmm. the info on him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, yeah. And actually, I didn't know that part of it. So this kind of went there because Rashad's yeah. a black reporter. Okay. Rashad's covered Atlanta Hawks. Okay. So I know the dude who, who wrote reporters. I know him very well. He, he's, he right. But the, dude, but the dude who was uh, asking the question to Deion today, he wasn't, he wasn't a black dude, right? He's like Hispanic or something, right? Yeah. He, nah, he wasn't, the dude asked the question when was not black. Nah. Okay. Yeah. He was just covering the, he was, because since Rashad, he got banned, he was covering in Rashad's place. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's okay. how that went down. I got you. That's how that went down. Yes, yeah, sir. But shoot, JC, look, man, I wasn't doing some stories, but shit, we we uncovered this. We 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 got enough. Hey, we got got some good material out this right here. We good. We good. Yeah, we ain't got even. We, we ain't got even going to the boss report. We say different next week. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, let's do. It. I said sound good to me, bro. Yes, yeah, <laughs> sir. So, folks. 
This is my man, JC. Check out his podcast. This was, this was AF Podcast in Memphis Live at Click Sports Bar. Over on Malco Way, <laughs> Facebook Live, Stream Yard, YouTube. Him and the crew doing what they do in the city of Memphis, the 901. JC doing big things, and he will hopefully have a big special guest in the near future, hopefully. <laughs> We're working on it. We're working. Thanks to you. Thanks to you, man. You do the you do the alley, you do the live, man. So I gotta go ahead and slam it home. Gotta dunk it now, man. So folks, boss and JC, we are out. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.